Day seven has come and gone here at WBC. Yes, it has. And that is, that's pretty much a wrap outside of mm -hmm. uh, some other stuff tomorrow. We have yep. played our last tournaments. Yep. That's all she wrote pretty much. So yeah. it is Saturday, I'm sorry, it's Friday night and it's about almost 1.30 in the morning. So Going Saturday into Saturday, morning, yeah. Whatever. Uh, so yeah, you want to recap how sure. the day went? Sure. So we had a bit of a late start. Um so we missed the breakfast buffet. Yeah, so. no big deal there. Right. <laughs> so um, then we had, you had Pacific Typhoon at 1. Right. So fun story about that. So this is heat 404. And mm -hmm. if you win your heat, i.e. you win your table, you automatically advance to the semifinals. Okay. So it's Atlantic Storm or Pacific Tyco uh, Typhoon. Mm -hmm. So they're very similar. Uh, one is the first edition, one is the second edition, right. kind of, and with a, a few rules changes here and there. So Pacific Typhoon is the game that we learned in the demo. It's the game I played in round two. Right. Uh, took third in that. And this one ended up with uh, a table full of uh, really fun folks. Mm -hmm. uh, had a really good time playing it. So the reason I was so frustrated today was... In the game, there is a card that allows you to refight a battle that okay. someone has already claimed. Okay. Well, I chose Pearl Harbor, so 1941 Pearl Harbor. Mm -hmm. And in that, you can choose any year from that year on to fight it in. And then you choose day or night. And then you choose oh. whether it's going to be air, surface, so or everything. You, yeah. you pick everything. You redo it and you're refighting the battle. Okay. I had such an awesome play for that card. So I drew here. One guy was running away with the tournament mm -hmm. until I snatched Pearl Harbor out from him, which is a seven-point card, okay. which in the scheme of 30, 35 that's points, a lot. that's a massive amount of points. Well, as it was, so Pearl Harbor, seven-point card. Mm-hmm. But because it was I'm dealer, I get to choose the battle. So I chose to refight this due to uh, the card that came up. Okay. And I had a massive Japanese card. Okay. It allowed me to roll two dice and, or I'm sorry, roll a single die and add it to my total value. Mm -hmm. Came around the table, so I'm the first to play. Everybody plays. I have to roll my die. I need, it's a six-sided die, I need to roll two through six, and I win Pearl Harbor. Oh, no. You can, you know how this is going to turn out. Yeah. So, I roll a one. Oh. So, the Japanese won Pearl Harbor in this, which I was fighting, I, I was bidding mm -hmm. for the Japanese in this, in this trick-taking mm -hmm. card game mm -hmm. that we talked about uh, two a couple days, days ago. ago. Yeah. So then, one of the other guys won Pearl Harbor. So now he might win the turn. He might win our table okay. instead of the guy that was running away with it. Well, fast forward to the last, uh, what would have been the penultimate fight mm -hmm. or battle. It ends up a tie between the Japanese and the Allies. So that means all the cards get put underneath the battle card, and you refight it. Okay. So the spoils are significantly wor or worth even more because there's more spoils. Yeah. You get all the spoils from the, the losing side of the first time, but right. you have to refight it. It's right. as if it went to a new day. I play a big card. I get two dice oh, this no. time because someone called for a combined, meaning air, surface, and submarine. Okay. 
So I need to roll two dice, two six-sided dice simultaneously. Yeah. I need to roll a four or higher, so four through 12. So okay. any, anything but a two or three. Okay. I know. I, I rolled a three. Oh, no. 19 points <gasps> I would have won oh. in that battle, oh. which would have all but assured me either one of those. Had I won either one of those battles, uh-huh. so the die. So I had a one in six <sighs> shot of not, or five out of six to win the Pearl Harbor. Yeah. I would have won by two points. I would have won by a massive amount oh, had I man. hit the 19. And I failed on both of them. That sucks. So it would have made the semifinals. So moral of the story. Roll better. Roll better. Uh-huh. <laughs> and number two, don't play games with dice where you actually roll them. <laughs> so I was, I, was, I was frustrated. I mean, I wasn't one. I was like, oh, you know, it was one of those son of a bitch. Yeah. You know, moments. I wasn't, you know, whatever. But I was animated. It was fun. I tweeted out a picture, whatever. <laughs> So Ben, who's the designer of the game, mm-hmm. afterwards, uh, later on in the afternoon, after I'd, uh, we came back, uh, he paid me a really big compliment. Yeah. I was like, hey, thanks for you know, designing the game and, and everything else. And he gave us a prototype of the new version mm-hmm. coming out from Rock, Lock and Load. And he was like, no, thank you for playing. And he said, you made the, the tournament a lot more exciting, a lot more fun. Because I, y'all, y'all might not realize this, but... Kind of have a fun personality, what? I think. So, yeah, I just, I had a lot of fun. That was cool of him to Good. say Yeah, that, well. it was really sweet of him to yeah. say that. It's true, though. So, after my robbery, my <clears throat> Travis Sham mockery yes. of losing a Pacific Typhoon. Yeah. I mean, that would would only been the heat to move Still. into the semis, but would have been my first ever, you know, semifinal yeah. appearance. Oh, well. After that, um, and I think his name... I know it's Brian. I think it's Brian Hanran. Uh, he's the designer of the wooden version of this game called Railroads. Mm-hmm. It's currently on Kickstarter. Well, he had sent us a prototype of the second edition. Last year sometime. Yeah. long time ago. And we tried it, and we were like, well, yeah, not mm-hmm. sure. Well, he was here with it because it's currently on Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he, we ran into him, and... He was like, hey, would you sit down and give it another shot? And I was like, you know what? Sure. So we played the shorter version of the game. And I got to say, I enjoyed the game a whole lot more than I had. He's revamped some of the rules. And the one unintuitive thing, coming from a background of Age of Steam, Mm -hmm. normally wherever you start your route from, you can go from from where the city starts, whatever, Mm -hmm. to a city through that city to the next city mm-hmm. to the next city, et cetera, et cetera. So that coming from an age of steam history, then you get used to that. Yeah. Well, his game, when you start a company, kind of like an 18XX, you start, you know, the PRR, the mm-hmm. Pennsylvania, whatever. You can start it anywhere on the board with a couple of exceptions. Every connection must come back directly to your hub, to your to your home station. Hmm. Meaning you can't go from your home station to a city and then into another city. It has to branch off from your line in between cities to be able to come back to the central. That's so it, weird. So it's unintuitive because we have a history of right. steam. 
But when you think about it, when I was sitting there, I was like, oh, you actually can trace the path because you actually have ownership of the track that you build in this game. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. So that and a couple other little tweaks to the game. And I got to say, I think... I really enjoyed oh, okay, it. Okay, good. It's a lighter version, and it's it's a pickup and deliver, mm-hmm. but it's just it's unlike any other that I've I've played, and I'm actually anxious to go back home and break it out again, okay, and play it with our group, yeah, and with the see new what rules, they think, yeah, with the new rules, okay. So there was that. So told him I'd mention it, and I got to be honest, I really enjoyed mm-hmm. it a lot more. Now, okay, good. I because we've been here the whole time that it's been on Kickstarter, and the internet is so sketchy. Yeah. I haven't seen the Kickstarter, um, so I don't know if this is like for a cloth map or yeah, it's no for idea, a cardboard or whatever. Um, but nonetheless, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to checking that out. So after railroads, you and I met in the lobby, mm-hmm. and I was uploading yesterday's diary and getting all that done and everything. And then after that, we went on our camera tour of WBC. Yeah, so we decided, you know what, and I think we mentioned we were going to You've do done this. it, a, yeah, I mentioned a couple times. So we're going to, or we did, mm-hmm. uh, just basically leave from our room and walk all over WBC yeah. and show it all off. So we did that. Uh, that 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 was a lot of walking. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm actually going to do another one of it tomorrow before we leave okay. just to be able to, you know, maybe things will be more busy because some mm-hmm. some of the rooms weren't nearly we went at about dinner time ish so yeah, yeah so there was that but that was fun mm-hmm. um we also hit the uh the store that we had mentioned yeah. yesterday and there were i don't know 10 12 vendors mm-hmm. in there or so uh let's see so lock and loads there mm-hmm. gmt's there compass griggling games um lock MMP, and load mm-hmm. uh, a, a couple just dealers yeah um mostly almost exclusively war game yeah. stuff um, but it was cool. Like uh, GMT had mounted maps, yeah. so if you had some uh, some boards that either got messed up mm-hmm. or that you had the paper map for, right? Or whatever, like Unhappy could... King Charles, right? So there was that. They had different uh, new packs of cards for CDGs mm-hmm. and stuff. So that was cool. That yeah. was unexpected. Uh, got to meet Tony Curtis mm-hmm. of GMT, which was which was definitely nice. Uh, he's been our point of contact throughout the entire life of the podcast. Yeah. He's been super good to us. And so it was nice to actually meet him in person. Yeah. We met a bunch of people that we've been corresponding with via email. It's nice to see meet faces. Yeah. So that was that was pretty cool. Then after that, um, we got ready for the battle line tournament. Yeah, we did. Um, it was a, you played in pods. So it was sets of four people and you did round robin inside that. Right, so you're playing three games within your pod, mm-hmm, yeah. And the winner of each pod advances. advances yeah. And I, um, so everybody plays three games, like you said, and I won one of them. But ironically, you, the defending champion, was my very first match. match. Yeah, I had but you no, said I, you almost beat him. I did, and I had no idea that it was him. So whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, yeah, I almost did, but he, he got me. Um, but that was your first, first win it in the tournament. Yes. So congratulations. Thank you. That's exciting. It right? is, yeah. Very cool. And, um, then how'd you do? Uh, so I was one and one mm-hmm. in my first two games. Uh, neither of which did I play poorly in, to be honest. I feel like I played okay. well and just the cards favored uh, Same here, the GM, really. Yeah. Uh, in the first game, 
the second game I won handily. Mm-hmm. I was able to uh, uh, win five to two, so that was nice. Mm-hmm. I claimed five flags. Then in the third match, <laughs> so in our pod, uh, the GM was in ours, and I was playing against this uh, 14, 15 year old kid who, nice kid. Um, but obviously had been coming to WBC for years and right. knew it, a lot of people and everything. And so it was about halfway through his and my match. And he was looking over at the GM who was in our, our pod, the guy who runs the tournament. Mm-hmm. And he was like, man, I really need the other guy. I think his name was Richard. He's like, I need Richard to win so that, you know, I have a chance to advance. And I, he said this in the middle of our game, like <laughs> like it was already a foregone right. conclusion that I'm some chump and he was mm-hmm. going to beat me. And so I looked at him. I said, Whoa, slow down, youngin. I said, you you still got to win this one. He's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, obviously, sure. But, you know. <laughs> and uh, and I said, because it's obvious you're not going to win as a, uh, with a breakthrough, meaning three flags in a row, mm-hmm. which gets you a win scoring 6-0. Right. Is what that counts as, mm-hmm. as for one of the tiebreakers. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I wouldn't say that I'm not going to. And I was like, oh, okay. I smoked his ass. <laughs> so I beat him via breakthrough. Yes. Uh, so I beat him 6 nothing. Awesome. That felt good. So <laughs> I feel like I, I, I did him an honor. Yes. By teaching him a life lesson in humility. <laughs> Not to get cocky and don't count your chickens before they're hatched. Right. So, yes, I'm gloating that I beat a 14 or 15-year-old kid in battle line. <laughs> what? Nothing wrong with that. So, a- anyway, so I, I, I went two and one in my pod. That's great. Yeah, I was very respectable. Mm-hmm. I was very happy with that. Unfortunately, the GM ended up going 3-0 and mm. in ours. And to be honest with you, our, my last match literally did not matter who oh, won man. or lost. Because if he... If he won, he's three and zero, oh, and he mm-hmm. advances. If he'd lost, uh, no matter which one of he or I, me or the kid, had won, he would have had the first tiebreaker in head to head because right. he would have beaten us both. Right. So it didn't matter. Yeah. But it was still worth Good. playing out, and it was fun, even though we couldn't advance. Right. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, that felt good. I mean, I two and one. All right, that's really cool. good. good. Yeah, I don't care if one was whatever. Doesn't Moving matter. on. <laughs> so after that, walked around a little and then went up to dinner mm-hmm. um, because at eleven o'clock was going to start the Liars Dice Tournament, right. which was my team event. Yes, the most attended event I believe of anything. Probably yeah, something like two hundred folks yeah, showed up. Yeah, it was that. crazy. Dinner was good. It was the seafood mm-hmm. buffet. It was. It was, it was good. enjoyable. Yeah. Uh yeah. Oh, actually, before the Liars Dice, I forgot, we had met up with Carmen and Eric, mm-hmm. his son, and had played uh, played a little Liars like a, Dice as well. Getting getting ready for it, a warm-up yeah, game. warm-up so we could stretch. Yeah. You know. Start our lives. <laughs> uh, Jeff Gamble showed up, mm-hmm. from, formerly of the Longview. Right. And he'd never played Liars Dice. And we were like, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so we taught him how to play that. And I would have never guessed this. But Jeff Gamble talking some mad trash during that. <laughs> that was fantastic. It was hysterical. It was, it was really funny. The, uh, so we the had magic a really good man. time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, while that was going on, uh, I got to kind of chat with uh, Uwe Eichhardt mm-hmm. and his son Gunther mm-hmm. uh, from 
Academy game. Mm-hmm. So set up a uh, conversations with heavy cardboard, which will be coming in a couple of weeks. So yeah. looking forward to that. Um, yeah, then we got into Liar's Day. Well, I say we. I did not. I, that's way too loud for me. So what I did was the very beginning, everybody rattles their dice in their cups. And, and did a whole kind of we will rock you yeah, thing. Yeah, so I stayed in the main hallway then. And yeah, there were like 200 people doing yeah, this. It was no, crazy. No. <laughs> then uh, uh, I actually took a little video on my camera oh, with good. it. And that, that I got, was pretty cool. I got some of it once it died down a little bit. So then uh, I I got into uh, the tournament. Mm-hmm. So Carmen and Eric and our teammate Lou was in there. A whole bunch of people that we had met, you know, 200 people, whatever. Yeah. So I, I told everybody, I said, you know, hey, uh, I hope everybody has a good time. But you are playing against the the 2017 world champion at Liar's Dice. Everyone, everyone was good-natured about it. And yeah. There was trash talking all around, and it was totally fun. Well, what we didn't know was the first person who gets eliminated out of everybody, mm-hmm. they serenade you out the door. Yes. So, I got that on video. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. So <laughs> there was a, uh, a wonderful older woman mm-hmm. at my table by the name of Jean. Her husband, sitting directly behind her, was the unfortunate soul that was the first one knocked out. Apparently, he had won this at Prescon this year, but was the first knocked out out of 200-some-odd people. <laughs> so everybody did their, you know, the honorable thing mm-hmm. and was like, na 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 And that was pretty funny. So then uh, it came down at my table. I, I had knocked out four of the six opponents mm-hmm. it came down to me and gene yes and i took it to a whole new level whole <laughs> meta level she never stood a chance <laughs> so gene if you're listening to this i thoroughly enjoyed it but it it just was meant to be it's not your fault no she never had a shot <laughs> smoked her uh so i advanced to the semifinals mm-hmm. of liar's dice there were let's see i guess uh, 49 people le- or like 48 people left mm-hmm. that advanced. Everybody won their table. And anybody who won the ta- their table in the semifinal made it to the finals. Mm-hmm. And I was not one of them, no. unfortunately. Uh, I had a bunch of sharks. No, it was a lot of fun. I, I actually played uh, with John, who's the developer of Pacific Typhoon. Oh, yeah. Who, who won the Atlantic Storm Tournament. Yes. I was like, oh, yeah, John, you won, huh? He was like, yeah, I was hoping you didn't ask. <laughs> uh, so, again, that that got brought back up. Uh-huh. The fact that I had lost that earlier yes. in the day through due, due to no fault of my own other than I need to roll better. Uh, so that was a lot of – it just was a great time. <laughs> yeah, it's really been a lot of fun. It really has. So after that, kind of just uh, hung out uh, with some folks, said goodbyes mm-hmm. and everything, and uh, – and that was that. Yeah. And here we are. Yeah. Getting ready to watch Seven and go to bed. <laughs> lovely, lovely going to sleep movie, Seven. Oh, yeah. Nothing says, hey, come snuggle like, like a little serial so, killer. Yeah, right? no kidding. <laughs> so we are going to do one more uh, recap for tomorrow, even though tomorrow's kind mm-hmm. of a, you know, hey, have breakfast, walk around, do a couple things, and then head out. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, uh, that's WBC. So yeah. hopefully... 
again, we've been pretty much shut off from most of the world yeah. internet-wise. Yeah. So hopefully you guys have enjoyed these. Yeah, we don't know. So hopefully. Uh, so if you if you haven't, let us know. Yeah. One way or the other. Let us know going forward because mm -hmm. this is something that I can do at Gen Con. Yeah. And we can do it S and et cetera, et cetera. So if you guys are enjoying this, we'll continue it. Yeah. If you're not, if it's a waste of ugh, whatever, get right. to the point. We want to talk about, don't want to hear about this. Then tell us that too. Yeah. So we know to not do this. Right. So, I mean, it's been fun. Mm -hmm. uh, it's been exciting. It's been, uh, there, there are some really, I don't care how good you are, you think you are in your game group. Right. Come here. Uh, bring it. Have fun with yeah. it. But there, there's some high-level play yes, that goes on here. in every game. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. So, Brian, Combat Commander, come on down. You know what I'm saying? Right? So, yeah, it was a great time. Thanks, everybody, for listening this week. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I guess we'll catch you all tomorrow on our way to the airport. Yeah. yeah, most likely. Either that or when we get home. Yep. All right, guys. We'll talk to you all later. Okay. Bye. Bye.